Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle, and I will be your dream coach for the next 30, 35 minutes. And uh, you may be saying, well, what in the world's a dream coach? Well, this is what I believe. I've come to believe this with all my heart, that before there was a was, there was a God who was nowhere in the midst of nothing dreaming about you and me and everything that we've come to love and know. And so he had a dream before there was anything that was manifest. And he spoke forth his dream. He prayed his dream into, he spoke his dream into existence. And so before there was anything that was created, you always create the container before you create something that will be going into the container. You, you, you need to understand that he was dreaming about you And then he dreamed about everything that you would live in and the paths in which you would walk upon. And and the key to victorious life is to tap into those dream paths, those paths that he prearranged before time began, the good paths that you should walk upon, where you would have success, where he was already sent the resources. And this is my job as as a dream coach is to get you to tap into the goodness of the Lord that he dreamed about about you before time began and put in place for these very moments. He went ahead of time. This is all according to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. So this week, I'm going to continue on the series called The Power of Prayer. And we are on part three. And I want to talk about, well, I'm naming this, Guidelines to Effective Prayer. The prayers of a righteous man are effective or avail much. So there are actually ways you can pray which are more effective, and I'm going to get into that. But I want to give you some guidelines, the the guidelines that Tammy and I have used for 20-some years and and produced uh, his glory and released the kingdom and raised children and started and, and, and made businesses successful all because of our prayer life. Prayer is the pathway in which the wheels of vision can be placed upon. Prayer is one of the most important things because you stay tapped into the kingdom of God. You stay tapped into the glory of God. You stay tapped into God himself. Amen and amen. So guidelines to effective prayer. But before I go there, let's let's talk about last week. It was powerful. And I want you to, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it because I talked about pre-acting in the presence before you react in the world. Because if you pre-act in the presence, you will not have to react. Like if I slap you in the face and you slap me back, I own you because you just reacted to me. We don't want to be owned by circumstances and situations. But if, if you slap me in the face and I don't react, I respond at my pleasure and according to what the, what the righteous thing is to do. And apparently it's to turn the other cheek. And so, I, you know, when... 
when we are out in the world, we cannot afford to just have knee-jerk reaction to what the enemy's doing or what people are doing or what, what the environment is. We need to be the ones that are changing the environment. And if you pre-act in the presence by a healthy prayer life on a regular basis, because persistency and consistency in quantity will produce moments of quality that will shift and change everything. On the inside of you is a whole wardrobe. I did not I did not pronounce it incorrectly. I said lord drobe. I used an L at that, not a W, an L, wardrobe. Because on the inside of you there is a wardrobe waiting that has the DNA of the Lord on it. It's like, you know, uh Elfo Romeo. It's like um, um, you know, Hugo Boss, but this is Jesus Christ wear. And you're putting this on. And when you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, you make no provision for your flesh to fulfill its lust. The flesh wants to react and, and wants to cuss somebody out or wants to flip them the bird when you're when they're not when they've been an idiot on the road and not like we haven't all been, so give mercy and grace. <laughs> but anyway, the, what we're, I'm talking about is how to pray effectively. And I want to give you guidelines um, to praying effectively. But um, last week, it's, it's a good one. And, and also, go to my website, or you can just go to uh, my Facebook or, um, and, and look up the, the message that I preached just this past Sunday, which would have been the 23rd of January. And um, go, go on my Facebook, look that up, and listen to that message. Powerful, 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 powerful time in the Lord. Excellent worship and an amazing time of just disseminating in releasing the kingdom of God and the word of God. But anyway, so here we are. Guidelines for effective prayer. And I take it all from Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 13. So um, I'm going to go through this very methodically uh, over the next couple of weeks. And I want to go through it very uh, meticulously as well. And so that we get the, the potential. This is the potential out of the Lord's prayer. And this is what he taught his disciples to pray, even when they asked him to teach uh, them how to pray, like John the Baptist taught his disciples to pray, and how the Pharisees were teaching their disciples to pray. They they wanted to know what is the most effective way to pray that you could you please teach us? And so he gave them, and I'm gonna use a word, it's called a formula. And I'm gonna it, it's it's a a formula, and you can also call it a template. But you can take from this, and, 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 and don't fix something that ain't broke. This is what Jesus taught his disciples. It's not broke, and you don't have to upgrade it. You, you just need to apply it, and you need to expand upon it. You, you need to, and I'm going to, and I'm, I'm going to go through all that over the next several weeks. So, um, so here we are in Luke chapter 11, verse 1. And I'm talking about guidelines to effective prayer. So first of all, and I mentioned, I, I made reference to this, I think, two weeks ago. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, there needs to be a certain place where you go on a regular basis, where you, where you find your place where you can spend. And, and it's, a, it's a place in your mind, obviously, but it, it helps to have a physical place that you go. Like Tammy and I, we get our cups of coffee 
uh, and and we sit, we just prop ourselves up with pillows in our bed, and we pray for there there for at least forty five minutes and mostly an hour. And so we, this is our place, our certain place. And then I have my basement when I go into warfare tongues. I, I walk up and I pace around in my, in my uh, lion's den. And, and I begin to pray in the Holy Spirit and, and quote scriptures and, and do warfare. That's my other certain place where I do a, another type of prayer. And we can get into that at a later date. But I want to talk to you about your daily effective prayer life. So you got to find, it'd be helpful to find a certain place and not just on the fly all the time. And I know young mothers, I want to just speak to young mothers. God will give you opportunities. My wife, Tammy, her certain place um, when we were young, when we were younger and the kids were younger and she had a a busier life and taking care of them, uh, she would use an hour um, that she would have, like she'd have to drive our children a half an hour to school and then she would use the, the drive back to pray and then she'd go as she was going to get them she'd use that half an hour to pray and then obviously it was a little uh, a little bit of a gong show on the way home she couldn't spend those intimate glorious moments with the lord when you have five kids you know in your vehicle and maybe you can and and um, anyway i don't want to limit you but you can find time the lord look for it that certain place look for the place And so he says, now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples to pray. And so the the very first thing he says, and I went over this and I'm saying it again because it's so important. When you pray, say, oh, oh, so important. Oh, so important that you understand that, uh, the, the prayer life actually has with pronunciation and declaration. When you pray, the most common word, I'm going to say it again, the most common word you will use, I mean, sorry, that the Bible uses um, in the New Testament is prosukomahi, prosukomahi. And it, it is a, a term describing an invocation, a request, an entreaty. So it has to do with asking. And so... When you pray, say. So when you're, you, you need to say this, you, you have to say this because, say this, everything is voice activated. And you need to know that. So before I go any deeper into that scripture, these are the four guidelines that we're going to briefly go over and maybe hit one of them a little deeper today. So four areas that cover prayer uh, from this area is... Worship, number two, petition, number three, repentance, number four, protection. And there's actually a five and a six because it, Luke 11 through uh, five through 10 speak of the posture and passion of prayer. Uh, and then Luke 11, uh, 11 through 13 talks about the manifesting power of prayer, how that you manifest and make realized the substance that you've been hoping for. So here we go um, in the in the four four areas that we're going to talk about a little bit better today is worship. Number one, worship. Luke eleven through two. I hit on it last week. I'm just going to briefly hit on it today. Uh, when we start praying, we start with the very thing that the Lord says to say. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
We just, we just sit there in the park for 10, 15 minutes, and we just begin to pray. We spend moments praising and worshiping God right there. This, Luke 11, 2. That is the area. This is where we get our liturgy for our, our, our services that we have, that we had just this Sunday. We always start with worship and then we go into calling forth the kingdom. And, and so, but I, when you wake up in the morning, don't, like I said, don't grab your phone. Don't grab the newspaper. Don't be talking about what you're about to do in the world. Don't talk about your assignments. Don't look at your, your schedule. Don't do anything. Start praising God by saying, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, and worship him. And as you as you begin to worship him, understand one thing, that he is being exalted, and he is being enthroned upon the power of your praise. You need to say this after me. Say, in the midst of my praise, there is power. My praise produces power, and I am producing power right now. And, and you just need to just praise him and then enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And I, and I put that in with the, the, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. I begin to thank him for the goodness of the Lord. The Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So not only am I praising him and exalting him and exalting his name and saying, Jesus, you're the greatest... Jesus, oh, Father God, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Holy Spirit, I love you. And I thank you for all of your goodness that you, we continually see in the land of the living. We thank you for your kindness that that gives brings us to a place where we can repent. Thank you, Lord God, for your, your faithfulness. I know you as a faithful God, and I want to show you forth today as that faithful God. And I thank you, King of glory. And then, and then we, and, and so we're just entering into his gates. What, what, what do I mean by entering into his gates? This is what the Bible says. You enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So I'm entering in. I'm going, I'm, we're walking in before him. We haven't petitioned, but we're praising him. We haven't, we haven't petitioned or asked for forgiveness, but we are, we are going before him with entreaty and worship and humility and bowing ourselves and saying, you are worthy. You, you are God, not our flesh, not our desires, not each other, not my wife, not my children, but not creation, not money. We worship you, Lord God, and we enter into all of the authority that we will need for that day by entering into the gates of thanksgiving in the midst of worshiping our God. You just, you just be, I spend moments every day thanking, almost every day thanking him for my salvation, thanking him for my deliverance, thanking him for, for giving me all the promises. And I'm going to get into that just in a little bit maybe next episode, but we need to spend time thanking him. And when you enter into the gates with thanksgiving, you begin to enter into the authority you're going to need for that day. You begin to be uh, uh, not only enthroning him, but as you enthrone him, you are causing the anointing to come out of your life and shoot up into the atmosphere all around you and begin to rain back down upon you. 
And then you enter into his courts and then you begin to praise him even more. And you, you begin to thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord God. We worship you. We praise you. And when you, when you enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, when you enter into the courts, you're entering into the courtroom. You're entering into the place of legislation. See, I, I, I don't, when, when my children, my spiritual children and uh, my physical children that come to some of my uh, sonship nights or even my intercessors that come and, and I train intercessors at my house uh, on, anyway, it doesn't matter when I do it, I do it. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. Uh, anyway, I don't really want to know how their day is going. You know, that sounds kind of... Um, kind of mean, you know, obviously you're not a pastor, Barry, you're, you're more of a prophet, more of an apostle, I understand that, so you don't, no, you're not hearing what I'm saying, don't hear what I'm not saying, I want to pastor effectively, and I have a pastor's heart for people, so I don't want them to just come in and share everything the enemy's doing. I want them to get, I want to get you to a place called hearing, I want to get you to a place where you can actually hear from the Lord. I want to get you to a place where you're decreeing and declaring the end at the beginning. And you need to do this by praising your way out of the pit. Don't just look at all the dirt that's in the pit and all around you in the valley of the shadow of death and all the death that, that is on the peripheral. The, the death on the peripheral not going to help you feast in the presence. But if you feast in the presence, it will shift the peripheral. Can you hear me today? Spend time entering into his gates, into the gates of authority and into the courts of praise. And when you do, this is when you have the legislative authority to begin to call forth the kingdom of God to come. So important to clothe yourself with the presence. So, so important put, to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for your flesh to fulfill its lust. It's so important. Galatians 5.25 says, so important to walk in the spirit. It's so important. And I'm gonna, Galatians 5.25 says, if you live in the spirit, that means you're born again. You should also walk in the spirit, meaning that you spent time with persistency and consistency manifesting the spirit of the living God and the rivers of living water begin to come up and out of you. The same rivers that, that flow underneath the throne room of God, the throne of God that under the glassy sea is on the inside of you and of me. On the inside of me and you, there's a river that will be released from you. And into your realm and, and, and begin to mantle you and quicken you and fortify you and put the death, the deeds of the body. It's so important that you not only are living in the spirit, that you are born again and, you're, and you are destined for heaven, that, that you know God and God knows you. And that's wonderful, but there needs to be a releasing of the goodness of God to come out of you and mantle you and wear the Lord robe. Every day there's a suitable suit that needs to come upon you and that you wear 
It's called the wardrobe. There's an individual specific suit created for that specific day that you get by spending time in the presence of God and putting on Jesus Christ that will give you the ability to walk victoriously and be able to breathe heaven in the midst of the toxicity of the world. You gotta manifest the presence. You gotta spend time in the presence. How do you how do you bring it forth? How do you bring the kingdom of God into this realm? You do it by worship and you do it by petition. So Luke chapter 11 verse 3 um but before we just before we go to verse 3. Let me just finish off here. In the midst of your um, spending time in the presence and, and you're at the worship part, this is also the part where you say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is, this is, this is part of manifesting. You've got to call forth in the midst of the praise, when you've worshipped him and you, and you praised him and then you get to a point where you feel the release and you will learn that. It will become innate and you'll, you'll feel, you'll, you'll feel that, okay, there, there, I have to, I'm, I, I've got to the place called hearing. I'm, I'm, you know, I've spent my time in, in, in men and speaking forth his praises and, and here he is and, and, and he's being men. And then you got to use your voice and you got to say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is heaven. He's waiting for your declaration. He is waiting because you are the gate and you are the doorway. You are the salt and you are the light, and you are the answer, and you are the solution. Oh, you are the gate. You are the door. You are the light. You are the salt. You are the answer, and you have the solutions. So you are the, you are the door. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is that king? Uh, the Lord mighty in battle, Lord Sabaoth, the Lord that is a Lord of a mass of people assembled for war. This is who you're asking to come, to come in. And, and I don't know any better way to ask for the kingdom of God to come except to ask for the Holy Spirit to come. So when this is the part where Tammy and I begin to decree and declare you know, we're praising him, right? We're, we're thanking him, right? Then we are calling forth his kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're asking for the manifestation of the kingdom of God to come upon Tammy and I, our children, spiritual children, all of their children. And then we go through a list of about a hundred names. Okay. When, when we are calling for the kingdom of, of God to come. Romans 5, 5 says this, hope no longer disappoints us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who he's given to us. So the Holy Spirit is on the inside of us. And we have become one with that self, same spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the glory of the Father, we have become one with. So, um, the glory, the, the Holy Spirit that is on the inside of us 
is what we are calling forth because the Bible says that the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but the kingdom of God is in righteousness, peace, and joy. Where? In the Holy Spirit. So the kingdom of God is in the Holy Spirit. So this is where we spend significant moments calling forth the kingdom of God to come upon our lives by saying, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we're asking precious Holy Spirit, our paracletos, the one that would come alongside us, the one that would teach us about Jesus, the one that would not teach us about himself, but would 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 teach us about Jesus, the one, the comforter, the, the comforter, the counselor, the Holy Spirit. We're asking, Holy Spirit, come upon my life and Tammy's life, come upon our marriage. And Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we're asking, precious Holy Spirit, you would come right now, come upon our, our children. And then we would name our children. We name our children's spouses to be. We would, we would name our grandchild and our, and our children's, um, um, significant others and then and then we'll then we name all of our spiritual children and 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 we add their children in on that as well and then and then we have a name of all all these other people that we said we would pray for and we are consistently asking one thing in their lives the most important thing we can do is ask for the Holy Spirit. And many of you know that I'm praying for you. Many of you that are listening to this podcast, even right now, you need to know I'm praying for you. And Tammy and I take significant moments and we pray for intercessors. If you're an intercessor, you need to receive our prayers daily because I'm praying. I ask Holy Spirit to come upon the intercessors around the world. And you, intercessors, prayer warriors, I'm praying for you that you would receive the manifestation of Holy Spirit to come upon you. And then I will go and, and, and all these people, I w- we say at the end of that time, we call forth that everyone that we ask for Holy Spirit to come upon, we then say this, right now in Jesus' name, we're calling for everyone, everyone that we've just mentioned their names, we say, receive right now robes of righteousness, a peace that passes all understanding, a joy that is complete and full of glory, a grace that is greater than the evil of the day, and a truth that you can possess, that we all can possess, that will set us free. And I thank God that we're growing in wisdom and stature and favor of both God and man. These are the things that we're praying over our loved ones, our family, our mothers and fathers and mentors and coaches. We're praying over the, the church where we pastor and all of the leadership at Desert Stream Christian Fellowship. And we pray for all the parishioners that they would all receive the, the presence of Holy Spirit manifested on and, and to and through them. This is how we pray. This is what we do in that whole time of where we are uh, worshiping the Lord. This is our time of worshiping and manifesting and calling forth Holy Spirit to come. And right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I'm asking to every every listener right now to receive a grace to pray. And, I, and I'm releasing right now, and I'm calling forth Holy Spirit to rise 
up in the midst of you and mantle you and quicken you and fortify you and flow forth from you right now in Jesus' name. And I command the robes of righteousness to come upon you. I'm calling forth a, a peace that passes all understanding to guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. I'm asking for a joy that is complete and full of glory to begin to strengthen you and fortify you and keep you close and, and keep your stuff. And because the joy is coming upon you, the enemy can't steal your stuff. And I'm asking today that you would receive a greater grace than the evil of the day. Anything that you are facing today, I'm releasing a greater grace to come upon you that you would be able to Oh, more than overcome and overwhelm and be everything and live your life to the maximum. I speak right now an ability to receive a truth. A truth that will set you completely free. I release truth, the spirit of truth into you today that you will be able to believe again and dream again and hope again. There's truth that is available to you today. Call upon it. You may have to go over this podcast again and make some notes. But I'm just going to go over this first part again. When you pray, say. When you find your certain place, can you pray anywhere? Yeah, you can. But those anywhere prayers are anywhere prayers. And you can just give a shout out. And you you can just, you know, speak peace to the storms. You can say, be still to the environment. You can lay hands on the sick. Yeah, you can do that. But I, what I'm talking about is your maintenance. Not that you're maintaining because we're always advance, advancing, but I'm talking about the maintenance of your life. You, you, I got to do maintenance. You know what maintenance is? It's, it's cleaning. It's, it's, it's washing. It's doing the dishes. It's, it's, it's taking out the trash. This is maintenance not maintaining because we're not maintaining by doing maintenance and and cleaning and taking care of the foxes and and getting rid of those foxes in our lives and getting away getting rid of those things that are siphoning away the anointing this is what i'm talking about and your daily prayer life will get you to that place where you need to be on a consistent basis well we've run out of time um it's almost 30 minutes in um I'm very excited about this. I'm very excited about prayer. I believe in prayer. I believe that that um, praying is the, one of the most important things you can ever do in your life. I'm going to leave you with this scripture to understand this section even a little bit better. It's uh, Psalms chapter 27, verse 8, and it's in the Passion. Uh, no, it's in the AMPC translation, and it says, "Seek." my face require and inquire my presence as your vital need what is your vital need is your news it is your phone is your food is your oxygen none of these are your vital needs not as vital your vital it doesn't say these are all no his presence manifest his presence and you will begin to live more victoriously and you will not react so abruptly you will not have knee-jerk reactions when you're out in the world 
If you don't do anything else, if you don't have time for anything else, take those 10 and 15 minutes and praise your Lord and your Savior and thank him and then call forth his kingdom to come by asking Holy Spirit to be manifested in, on, and through your life and into your spheres of influence. So it's been great to be with you. Uh, I'm going to come back to you with part four. And we're going to get into some petitioning areas and um, what does that look like and how do you go through that. And uh, your prayers can be powerful. Your, your prayers can be effective. And when you add your faith to your words, I'm not just talking about mantra. We're not just going in and reciting stuff. But what I'm talking to you is, is very powerful. And you will begin to shift everything because this whole world is made up out of words. And this whole world will respond to your words. So once again, uh, if you are enjoying this and you want to sow a seed into, uh, wake up into your dream, uh, you want to sow a seed into our ministry, uh, into our lives, you can go to www.wakeupintoyourdream.com. And you can um, sow a seed through PayPal. Um, and you, you please go on there and avail yourself to the many resources. I'll be putting up uh, just current messages. I have the prophetic word for the Lord up there and on a podcast and also in a written form. Um, a Charisma magazine uh, produced my or published my prophetic word for 2022. Uh, for the actually see the year, the season, and the era that we're in. And I want to let you know that we're in a new era because we're coming out, out of the old season of error. Bless you guys. Uh, Barry Miracle signing off for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.